0: americana music news and we're sitting in the back parking lot of the local in the middle of the americana music fest and uh, one of the great things about the festival is you hear from so many new young and talented people uh including uh the the duo we're about to introduce here they're called the accidentals sav and katie yeah thanks for having us we're delighted to delighted to meet you um are you guys americana is this a good fit for you
1: Well, we try to not limit ourselves to a certain genre. That's something we've been exploring with our music since we started in our orchestra class. So the violin and cello have kind of been consistent in our music, but we like to incorporate elements of Americana, elements of songwriting, lyrical writing, melodic writing, um, some funk, some blues, some rock, some folk, and some classical.
0: Well, that's not ambitious at all. (laughs) (laughs) So... uh, You mentioned class. It sounds like you're educated in the art of of music. What's your background, and how did you get together?
2: So we uh, met in our public high school orchestra program in Traverse City, Michigan. Um, We were in this group called the Alternative Styles Group, which stayed after school and covered Led Zeppelin and Coldplay on violin and cello. And uh, eventually we decided to become a band. We volunteered for the same high school project and became a band through that. And uh, we just started picking up all these different genres we were kind of mutually united through uh bands that we liked such as the black keys white stripes edward sharp um arcade fire just a bunch of bands that later became influences for our own music and then we just sought to be as genreless as possible while maintaining um kind of emotive lyrics so
0: so is there anybody who's a model for you using you know using your instruments as a core
1: yeah um there are a lot of uh, alternative string players who we look up to Andrew Bird is one of them he's a looping electric violin player so we love uh, he's also a multi-instrumentalist but he uses his string instrument in a unique um, inventive way um, but we have lots of other um, inspirations too like we love Annie DeFranco um, for her style and her lyrics we um, love Jack White for his energy, and um, as an electric guitar player, you know, both of us, we love watching his chops, and we're like, dang it. So we, we have lots of different inspirations for different, different
2: areas.
0: So the Accidentals are touring now behind your album Odyssey?
2: Yep. Uh, we just put it out in August of last year with Sony Masterworks. Yeah. Which is
0: a really pretty cool label. You're not messing with indies here.
2: Uh, they're actually kind of like the indie label of the major label. They're really quirky and nerdy, and we, we love them for that. So,
0: How did you come to, to their there. attention?
2: We actually uh, we were in a production deal when we were around 17 or 18. We got out of it and uh, started releasing music independently, and one of our songs called Michigan and Again went viral, and that's what garnered the attention and interest from Sony Masterworks. They reached out and asked if we wanted to do an album. We said heck yeah
0: <laughs> so yeah if you would explain how does uh, a song go viral today how does that I happen i
2: have no idea <laughs> i'm not i'm not a technical so, guru so by any means do it again huh? i i don't think there's any uh, chemistry to it i think it's you know that song in particular i think uh reaches out and is home for a lot of people uh there's a lot of people who relate to not just michigan but the idea of being homesick and Um, the idea of creating homes away from home, so that's kind of what that song has been about for a lot of people, and I think that's why it it was as big as it was for a
0: while. For a young band, you have a lot of support. I mean, I, I, when I went to your website, just to read a bit of your bio, it was like, there's like nine people working on your career, which is something a lot of people don't, don't have. Um, does that change the dynamics for you creatively?
1: Um, Not necessarily. We've been really lucky that we've been really hands-on on on the the business and the music aspects from a young age. So we really made it a point to be educated about um, our gear. SAV has a certificate for audio technology from uh, college in northern Michigan. Um, So we try to pay attention and help co-produce our albums. So as much as we're hands-on with the music, I think we also try to be hands-on with the business and the booking and... Um, the marketing and have a good idea of where we're going so that um, we always have some say but you're right we've had so many incredible people come around us um, throughout the past seven years of being a band and a lot of them are still with us today and help um, help us grow
2: and help us achieve more of our bucket list goals
0: so you've been a band for seven years
2: we have we're 23 now <laughs> 22 and 23
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you do? I um What's the biggest single surprise you had as a young musician about touring?
2: I think uh, the biggest surprise for me was uh, how many people are open to the idea of mutual respect. Um, It's a very divisive time, I think, and there's been a lot of people who come around music and are really kind, have offered their homes, have offered gas money, have uh, done a lot of things just solely for music, and that's given me a lot of hope. So I think, uh, and there's a lot of people who... You know, there are definitely examples in which we've gone into places and we've been stereotyped or uh, judged because of our age or our gender, and there are plenty of examples to counter that of people who have not. So uh, that's been really awe-inspiring, I think. Yeah, really amazing. I love
1: eating good food. <laughs> and we have some bad meals from gas stations, but we've also had some very good meals on the road. And uh, even when you're, like, exhausted and on, like, two hours of sleep after a weird plane ride... There are still those little moments where you're like here's a tour gem this is gonna like get me through the next day um you so you, find ex- those.
0: you explain how you got together as players but how did you figure out you could write and and do you write together
2: Uh, It's not often that we write together, we're open to the idea of it and we have done it before, but writing is more of a personal process that we kind of unfold when we get back from long tours such as the one that we're currently on and uh, that's when we kind of deconstruct some of the things that we've absorbed uh, through the road and turned into songs and that's more separate.
0: So are you gearing up for another album?
1: We are, we are super excited, we have some new songs recorded and we are looking for a release date, but we had the pleasure to work with John Congleton, um, who is one of our favorite producers, and so um, I think we're gonna, we're gonna start testing out a couple of the new songs, and we're building towards a new album.
0: Terrific. Well, before we let go of Odyssey uh, and the two of you, could you pick a song we might play and let people just uh, figure out exactly what the ex- accidental sound like?
2: Yeah, Uh, we'll go ahead and have a song called Chekhov's Gun go on. Uh, This one is about an experience I had um, in which I was attacked but got away. And uh, I, for a long time, kind of weighed this idea that I shouldn't be carrying around any trauma from it because I did get away and not a lot of people do. Um, But after a while, I realized that pain and trauma are not comparable things. Everybody has some sort of pain or trauma they carry with them, and the only way to get past it is to be open about it and write about it, and that's one of the strongest things that you can do. So this song is all about that.
0: Thank you both. The Accidentals, Chekhov's Gone.
3: black under the souls, broken cities in the potholes out of reach just like the things you can't control eyes caught in brighter lights oh dear the fear will never fade it hides between the fine lines of your face and maybe this will fade with fame Shadow you like a given name. Sometimes truth's disguise and a tangled shame. You hide away inside your room. Close your eyes to change and pain, just feel the same. Logical. They'll drink the last regardless of a full. They live oblivious. To days that burn like cigarettes. And fall in piles of things you soon forget. And maybe this will fade. Tangled shame you hide away inside your own close your eyes This
0: Next up is First Person, in which we hear from a singer songwriter about his or her work. And this week, our guest is Vanessa Peters, who has a brand new album called Foxhole Prayers. It's a, it's a terrific collection, and we were particularly taken by the most political song on the record called Carnival Barker.
4: Hey, you're listening to the Americana Music News Podcast. My name is Vanessa Peters, and I'm a songwriter from Dallas, Texas, and today I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit about my new single, Carnival Barker. It's from the upcoming album, Foxhole Prayers, which will be out on Idol Records on October 5th, and uh, you can go take a listen to the single now. It's already available on iTunes and on Bandcamp. This song was a really difficult one for me to write because I don't uh, generally tackle politics in my songwriting, but I felt compelled to this time around, and I wanted to write a song that would be universal and mean something 10 or 20 or 100 years from now. I didn't want to write a song that was just tied to any one particular time and place, but I wanted to get to the heart of the problems that we're facing right now, and I wanted to try and do so without flamethrowing or finger pointing, because I think a lot of the issues we're facing can arise in any democracy at any time, regardless of who's in power. So, um, I, you know, I had, I had recently reread The Great Gatsby around the time that I started to work on this album. And it ended up inspiring three or four songs on the album, including this one. And, you know, the, the characters in that novel are just eaten up with carelessness. They're, um, they're all out to get their own, and most of them don't care who they step on along the way. It's, um, it's a novel full of scoundrels and grifters. and I think most readers at the time would have realized it was a reflection on the corruption that was abundant in the Roaring Twenties. Um, this novel was written not long after the Teapot Dome scandal, and that still loomed very large in the collective consciousness. So like many people, um, I, I see a lot of parallels between the 1920s and 30s and where we are today. And so I thought it would be interesting to write a song that could be set as easily in 1925 as it could in 2018. You know, um, getting to the top takes a lot of greased poems and I, I just think it's a good idea for all of us as members of a functioning democracy to stay vigilant and uh, be aware of when snake oil salesmen are on the loose. So we made a really great video of the song as well, um, using all this cool found footage from the 20s and 30s. And it will be online in a few weeks. I can't wait to post it, but um, I have to hang back a little bit longer. (laughs) But in the meantime, you can listen to the song now and I hope you enjoy it. Thanks so much for listening.
5: war was done money flowed like black oil from the ground there was a tempest in a teapot dome but it didn't make a sound in every town you could find a talking head to tell you how it'd be how america could really turn a profit if we'd only It's all this-
0: American Music News is a podcast produced by Sprinter Media, music by Dave Paulson, and you can reach us at amneditor at gmail.com.